Abra. Welcome to the Abra podcast. I'm here with Muzz. And I'm here with and Maka. And I'm here with Muzz. All right. Thanks for coming, guys. <laughs> and I uh, guess who else is here? Who? Uh, well, I'll answer my own question. Uh, Jamie's here. What's up, freak bitches? <laughs> That's right, you fuckers. He's back. He's back. What have you been doing, Jamie? Uh, I've just been working and um, playing hard, I guess. Well, w- when you say playing it hard, are you saying that as a verb or what? I don't know what a verb means. Uh, a verb, we'll just say, is a doing word. So what have you been playing hard, Jamie? Um, uh, I'll get back to you on that. Okay, good. Because the last six, seven, eight episodes... Why I've is it called the Abra podcast? Hang on. <laughs> playing hard has not been Abra podcasting, as, as our listeners will know too. Is that right? No. <laughs> okay, so you've been here, have you? Perhaps. Okay, all right. No, I'm sorry. I've been wrong, I think, once before. And this might be the second time. But, Marco, what did you ask? Why is it called the Abra podcast? Abra. 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 Yeah, hey. we're back, baby. Uh, we don't have any guests this week. We're doing the OG format. Yeah. It's, oh, I miss it. This is like the old days. Like back, back to episodes. basics. Episode two and three, the only times Jamie's actually been here. <laughs> this is great. What have you been doing, Mako? We just had the long weekend. I know. It's been a massive week, hasn't it? Oh. Yeah, how was your long weekend, Johnny? It was chill. Chill? Oh, yeah? You cool. thought you were going to stump him on that one, didn't you? I thought you were too. We've got a confession to make. Nah, fuck it. We'll keep going. <laughs> Doc has played a gig on Sunday. It was, uh, it was great. Massive like turnout. Theater. Crazy. Huge turnout. It's like Broke records. I think there. that's the most people that they've, they've ever had in there. I'd say so Even too. with COVID restrictions, they, COVID. they had to let it go for they the Dockers. Well, no, they've actually they increased restrictions for the state. So whilst you're trying to be funny and mock Do you mean decreased restrictions? Because increasing oh, yeah, restrictions... Well, they increased the yeah. amount of people yeah, allowed yeah, in the bro, Are you trying more... more Abra! Abra. Oh, it's good. It feels good. Come on, come on, Johnny. What do you got? Uh, Abra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got a, we got a big episode a today. A big, a big. Uh, We're back in the OG format, so it's been a bit hard with like limited mics and live podcasts with Pentecostal churches and, but, we we have a normal episode today, meaning, and whilst it is normal, whilst it's different to the last few, I think it's about to one up the rest because really? because Maka, you you tell me. Oh, it's. What? You tell me. What's this episode going to be? Uh, oh, the biggest oh, and best shit. episode. Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't think you were going to say that. I thought we had moved on from that bit. No, definitely not. Your dad just came out five minutes ago and said it to us. Oh, did he? Yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> even he, he agrees. Yeah, he knows. Um, am I louder than Macca on this on this mic thing, Johnny? You're just talking more. Oh. Oh, wow. What a surprise. Well, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, we need to do a shout out. There's a good kid, Lachlan Frannick. And he said to me just before I came here, he went, geez, the last few episodes, uh, yeah, Mac has been a bit off. You've been really carrying it. And Lachlan Frannick, friend of the podcast. Far, far Fuck of the you. Po- friend. Of the podcast. Friend of the podcast. He's right. No respect. I'm sick of doing everything around here. <laughs> and <you're laughs> I'm carrying you too. It's nothing. I'll He's got it nothing. You. At least you turn up. And when I say turn up, I turn up to your house and you're here. And you still fucking bitch and moan about Oh, it's too late. Oh, no, because we're, we're actually now? doing it in the day. Oh, this right. This is the sorry. perfect time. Oh, right. You fall asleep at 5 p.m., I forgot. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> so what else has been happening in the week, Racker? We already did my I week. You What's stayed somewhere <laughs> <laughs> the other night. 
Wait. <laughs> 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 Go on. Uh, yeah, great, right. Mike. Thanks, mate. <laughs> <laughs> he's, not, he's not going to elaborate. All right. If you want the ins and outs of Macca's Love Life, <laughs> Macca's set up a Patreon. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that's it. The... We'll go into that in the bonus episode for this week. If you want to go to, <laughs> if you want to, patreon.com slash abra, you'll find our page. Give us some money. <laughs> yeah, give us fucking money. Hey. It's like $3 a month. If you pay us $3 a month, we'll do extra episodes for That's you. That's it. You and only you can access them. A special private episode a week. What more could you want? And a Zoom call. Oh, fuck it. We'll do a Zoom call. All right. Looks like me, you, Flynn, and Pickley Art. We're doing a Zoom call then. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's that's fair if you pay six fifty a month you get access to the private zoom call oh right <laughs> okay if you pay ten dollars a month what do you get a handshake oh you get whatever you want for oh. ten bucks no I'm, i want in on this on this <laughs> patreon um all right what else you've been doing macca no what what bits do you have Hang on, i, I want to keep talking oh. it's been a while since we've seen jamie uh, ja- what have you been doing johnny playing games you said my name take that back I think you did Sorry. it earlier. <laughs> I, I did it several times before, too. Oh, don't do that. I don't like that. Okay, sorry, Jamie. Thanks. What What have you been doing? Uh, I've been working on music behind the scenes, uh, helping the Dockers out, you know, helping get big. I'm pretty much the backbone of that band, actually. You know. They They pretty much rely on me for all their gigs. I'm always a pretty reliable guy. You know, I always show up at the gigs, you know, help them out with whatever they need. No, no, I'll, I'll back that. There was he a gig really at the Botany View Hotel about a year ago when Johnny turned oh, up to my house. Oh, fuck it, it's Johnny. You're not Jamie anymore after reminding me of this <laughs> travesty. It was about 7 p.m. Botany View's about a 40-minute drive. We're playing at 9. Johnny says, I've got to drive my mate Dion. Tells me this at 6.30. I said it. Dion. Dion's a friend of the podcast, though. Johnny, not so much anymore. <laughs> Says, oh, I've just got to drive my friend to fucking Camden, but it's all good. I'll get to Botany View by 9 p.m., which mathematically is, is nearly impossible, but I gave him the benefit of the doubt. Sure enough, 9 p.m., Johnny, no response. And we played the gig without him. Well, that was when Murray the Third came on stage, though. That was, yeah. So that, that was the night we met. Uh, Muzz Taylor. So we had three <laughs> Murrays in the Dockers at one point after n- meeting like one other fucking Murray in my life. And three in a fucking band. How sick oh, is that? Oh, how fucking interesting. Yeah, go- <laughs> yeah oh, no. Right. Oh, wait. It's like, it's so like uh, Pat uh, Cook's fucking... So um, back in Soviet <laughs> Russia, right? That's <laughs> <laughs> like Pat Cook's fucking state politics bit last week. Oh, fuck. <laughs> fuck, God. state politics is... Boring. Uh, yeah, so back in Soviet Russia. Oh, oh wait, are we going on with the pieces? Yeah, I'm just fucking going. Oh, for fucks. I want to keep talking. No, I want to... Fuck up. <laughs> All right. Chat. One question, Johnny. Is it true that you slept with <laughs> the... Pr- no, I don't. <laughs> not going there. Not going there. <laughs> not going there. <laughs> uh, no, I want to hear that. <laughs> <laughs> Subscribe to Patreon. <laughs> I was doing a cliffhanger. That was for very our benefit. Nice, yeah, nice. That's all right. That's all right. It. So what, what's your piece? Give us a title. Experiments in the Revival of Organism. Oh, fuck. That sounds boring. Can you make it sound interesting? All right. I got it. I got it. Witch doctor in orgasms. No, this oh, same shit. How is it experiments in the revival of organisms? Not interesting. Bring uh, shit back from the dead, brother. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, but what? Like fucking insects? No, no, no. So in there is a 1940 motion picture 
which uh, documents Soviet research into the resuscitation of clinically dead organisms, right? Yeah. So pretty much this is like the basis of like the heart and lung machine. Like in the Go closer. Case. Sorry. Well, good. I won't snap this week. Ooh. <laughs> you, um, had a, you did have a tough one last week, so. Yeah. Actually, we need feedback on that. Could we hear everyone? Oh, I should just no, listen just to it. Yeah, I'll just listen to it. Oh, good. All right, so there's a, there's a motion picture in 1940 from Russia. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. So it's it documents a machine called the the autojector, which was yeah a pretty much a predecessor of the the heart and lung machine, which they hooked up to a seven. Wait, well, what's a heart and lung machine? It's something that, uh, like, imitates a heart and lung. Oh, so like a artificial heart y- and lung. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, okay, right. So they they hooked it up to a dog. A dog head and... Oh, a Johnny head. Fuck. <laughs> woof, woof. Got him. Got him. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, in, in the, the movie, they say that the dog last survived for a couple hours without its head. Um, you know, there, there was a big hubbub when it came out because it's like, oh, could the Soviets actually do this? Is it fake? Like, some people say, oh, okay, yeah, that's absolute bullshit because there's no, like wide shots of the experiment. Oh, is this like the anti-gravity machine from the Nazis? Oh, I haven't heard of that one. Yeah, Hang on, no. what was that, Johnny? There's photos of this. Of this dog head wired up to like Yeah, well, it's machines. a movie. So you can oh. actually see it and shit. Oh, what the hell? Wait, so the... Is there a video or is it just a photo? Yeah, we can get the video up, I think. We'll, pu- we'll put the photo up for our listeners. Yeah, so, so that that's a, a photo, is it? So for reference... If you're playing at home, there's a, a dog's head just sitting on like a kind of medical table, but there's no proof to me that it's moving. Oh, hang here's on. The, here's the movie. Hang on, can't hear you, Macca. What'd you here's say? Here's the movie. That's just a cartoon. Yeah, that is a cartoon. That's the science behind it. Oh, right. Um, so is there any footage of this? That's yeah, fuck. come on, settle. Oh, oh. But if they made this in 1940, Ooh. wouldn't there be like... It's good at the fucking cunt just poking it in the eye when it's fucking just a severed head. Yeah, that's pretty fucked. Oh, it's licking. All right, for reference, yeah, you're right. The experiment is only really showing the dog's head. So the body could be there and it's just another yeah, dog. Yeah, potentially you could have the body off screen. I mean, almost definitely. Oh, I don't yeah, know. I feel like, like you can see the wires and shit. Yeah, and you like can't really see the body. But yeah. That's it. What do you think, Johnny? Uh, they wouldn't have had any like good special effects back in that time, so... Yeah, it's the 1940s, too. But again, you can't... There's no, the, the body's not actually in the shot, so... No. It, yeah, I don't know. You could kind of argue either way there. But if they've made this technology in 1940, why don't we have it? Well, it's the, it, we do. Like, we have hard and lung machines now. Oh, but keeping our heads alive, like not, after we not, die. Not to, to, so yeah. In the in the movie, they claim that the dog survived for hours. Um, uh, scientists that were there have now come out and said, "Oh, look, it was alive for maybe like five minutes max." Oh, okay. Yeah, it's not. You know that the saying "running around like a headless chook." Yeah. It's actually because it was like a chicken that survived for about eighteen months without its yeah, head. Yeah, chickens can last for hours without their head. That's pretty common. Okay, I said 18 months, and you went, yeah, heaps of chickens survive for a few hours after their heads are chopped off. Yeah, I, I feel like it's a bit different. 18 months in a fucking 
three hours. No, but I mean, the saying is not from this one chicken that lasted 18 months. Oh, okay. Okay, fair. <laughs> yeah, all right. I'll yeah, so they, they kept this one dog head going. Later, there's another Russian experiment involving dogs where they sewed a dog's head onto another dog, and that dog was... Oh, I've seen that. That's fucked. Yeah. So there's a photo of that one. Oh. Did it work? Yeah, it worked. And oh, like that's There was fucked. the little puppy and this big German shepherd. Yeah, and how long did that survive for? Because I remember reading about that. Yeah, I mean, fuck. I'm not too sure, right? <laughs> yeah. Bioethics is a pretty, like, interesting area when it comes to, like, the quest for knowledge... But the, by the most like unethical means, it's like the Nazis. Yeah, like, like without the w- fucking, especially experiments in and stuff. Yeah, like our medical knowledge would be pretty. I'm sure it would. Oh, it wouldn't up be eventually. Yeah, but, but like to to the amount that we advanced in the last you know seventy years since since they went, like especially in around childbirth and that, especially twins. Oh, an astounding amount of knowledge has been found out from that. But some of the experiments they did on like kids is so fucked up mm, oh definitely yeah but yeah like bioethics i was reading an article that was like what like we we can make we've made like synthetic organisms that can like uh eat plastic and stuff like that and like what would be the ethical like uh, consequences of letting something like that out into nature wasn't that a good thing well, yeah, you would assume, but then we don't know the exact oh, I felt consequences. Eat, like, yeah, because they could start eating fucking trees. Yeah, exactly. Or, like, or animals. Yeah, exactly. It would have, made, like, introduced <coughs> cane toads to get rid of cane beetles. And yeah, yeah. Being the fucking issue. Yeah, right. <laughs> the episode of The Simpsons when the cane toads invade Australia? No. Have you seen the famous Australia episode of The Simpsons where Bart gets the big boot? Yeah, I feel like I, s- I didn't know there were cane toads, and I just remember him getting the boot. No, it's, I think that's where the joke started. All the cane toads invented Australia, and then at the end of the episode, they're on a helicopter escaping, and then there's a koala that's holding onto the helicopter, and it zooms in on its eye, like, dun, dun, dun. <laughs> uh. <laughs> seen that one, Johnny? No, I haven't seen that. <laughs> you weren't allowed to watch The Simpsons, were you? Yeah, not, I was the same. I wasn't. I Didn't you call it the Antichrist? Um, yes, we're, we're still suspecting that. All right, we'll confirm. Jo- Johnny actually sent me a video last night <laughs> with a video <laughs> saying a message after going, ha, well, explain this, atheist. Now, if you put Obama's 2008 slogan, yes, we can, if you reverse it backwards and add two syllables at the end, it's actually, thank you, Satan. Washing the masses. <laughs> Checkmate, Democrats. I <laughs> 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 know oh, who's got my vote this November. That's it. Even though we're in Australia. Actually, can we can we start recording from another location again? Yeah, but where? All right, pick a cool guy. All right, Johnny gets to pick this week. Well, uh, it was always based on like a bit we've done. Yeah, I know, but... So what bits have we done oh, recently? Yeah, well, I've got a Russian bit coming up, but we've done Russia before. We've done Russia. So we've conquered times. the world. Come on, next next one. What what did we talk about last week? Um, <laughs> Turkey? Armenia? Oh, Armenia. All right. I'm an Armenian guy whose family have oh, been no. genocided. Where's Armenia? I'm guessing near Turkey. Yeah, I think so too. <laughs> All right. Are we in Armenia this episode? We're the last of our kind? Yep. <laughs> 
I don't know anyone Armenian, so I don't know. It's funny, like, when you do humour and you offend a group of people, if you offend a group of people who don't exist anymore or no one knows them, is it offensive? Because I feel like the audience won't take offence to it. I'm pretty sure there's still Armenians that exist. I'm pretty oh, sure no, 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 I know, I know, I know. But, like, no one, it's like you know an Armenian or I have Armenian friends or my friend, my cousin's Armenian or I'm part Armenian. Yeah, the only Armenians I know is, like, Kim Kardashian. Yeah. Oh, she Armenian? Yeah. Oh. Well, this is a shout-out to Kim, one of our top listeners. <laughs> this friend of the podcast. Friend of the Kim podcast. Buy her new... I don't know. She's always doing, like... Album. <laughs> album? Yeah, no. I was she's a, oh, okay. She's a singer. All right. But Kim Kardashian, <laughs> the pop star, shout-out. But, like, no, think about it. When you, when you do a, a joke or a comedian does a joke about, like, all the people who died in the bubonic plague, it's not an issue of contention because it's oh yeah they existed 500 years ago who gives a fuck about them but we'll get offended over a joke about a Muslim because we have Muslim friends yet well no that's a bit different are we devaluing human life based on its relevance to our lives yeah no definitely (laughs) definitely because I I wouldn't have made the joke about like Yugoslavia and the ethnic cleansing that went on there because Johnny's (laughs) whereas I did I'm happy to do about Armenia so no I'm a hypocrite in this sense just for the record yeah well um it's like tragedy plus time equals comedy. That's that's a good saying. That's the uh, yeah. It's a there's a really good documentary on Holocaust humor, with like oh really yeah a whole bunch of like famous Jew comedians. Mel Brooks was in a Gilbert Gottfried, the guy that does like the voice of that bird in Cyber Chase. Cyber Chase, I haven't seen that. Oh man, you're missing out. That's great. Well, wait, what were they stuff. saying? Like um, it was just how like a lot of them used like humor and stuff in the concentration camps as, like, a form of escapism, and then how that went on after, like, the war, like, Mel Brooks in The Producers and Springtime for Hitler, like, all that stuff. Oh, yeah, yeah. Did Mel Brooks make Hogan's Heroes or something? No. What's the other one? Um, I I don't know. That sounds wrong, but oddly right at the same yeah, time. Yeah, I, I don't know if that's right. I know Hogan's Heroes is a show. I think it was set in Vietnam, was it? Or MASH? Maybe it was MASH. MASH was set in Korea, but it was right. about Vietnam. I think Hogan's Heroes was World oh, War World II. World War then. II, yeah. It yeah. was a concentration camp. Yeah, and I think oh, both... Oh, well, a prisoner uh, of war POW camp. POW camp. Yeah, but, but I'm pretty sure both try and show that, like, how fucked up the war was and they're going insane, but how humour was used to, like, get out of it. Yeah. So, there's a good book called Man's Search for Meaning, and it was written by this uh, doctor... Jewish doctor who ended up in one of the camps. Your Saddle. dog's gone skits. What the fuck? Oh, I mentioned Nazis and Hitler. Oh, Hitler. oh did you hurt his foot? Hold on. Johnny? Oh, shit, he's limping. All right, we're going to press pause. Hey, what's wrong? All right, we're back. I just did CPR on a dog. Um, so, yeah, that's pretty heroic. You're what a you better thinking? dog medic than you are a paramedic. Oh, <laughs> damn, damn. Uh, so, yeah, yeah, back to this comedy on, on the Holocaust. No, no, it was a documentary. <laughs> <laughs> You're <laughs> fucked for watching hey, that. Hey, yeah, I just love it. Um, But, yeah, no, they talked about Hogan's Heroes, all that stuff. It was really oh, right. interesting. Yeah, that, that book's Man's Search for Meaning. He was saying how, like, you'd think within these, you know, what do you call it, same-sex camps that gay sex and homosexuality would have been pretty prevalent, but because they'd lost the will to like live and they were so depressing and they thought they were going to die your sexual instinct is turned off um as a consequence and how that's why like 
sex was not a thing at all in the Holocaust because yeah, that you you're know, not really thinking about it, you're just thinking about surviving. Yeah, not your not your dick so much or vaginas. We're an inclusive podcast. Remember that. Uh, the the doco was called the Last Laugh. The Last Laugh. Yeah, right. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, it was really good. All right. Now, now you said you had a bit on fascism, and we we said we wouldn't do any anti-Trump stuff this episode. Uh, well, this isn't inherently anti-Trump, but we'll just see how. Far all right, I, I'm, I'm going to do my best, listeners, to not go hard on the anti-Trump train. Um, like, just for the record, he's a lying, walking fucking scam. It's come out. He only paid seven hundred and fifty dollars this year in tax. That's literally less than fucking all of us. Yeah. Probably uh, combined it. Oh, what? Well, that doesn't matter. Cause yeah, it doesn't matter. Like, one of us. <laughs> and we're not fucking millionaires. And yet he's constantly said he, he's going to release his tax statements, but won't. And now that they've gained access to it and reported on it, oh, no, that's bullshit. Yet he still won't release his tax statements, calling it fake news and whatnot. Mm, yeah. I'm going to stop talking here because All right. you go on. <laughs> So this is uh, this is from a book by an Italian man named Umberto Eco. Echo Church. Echo Church. Oh right, Echo out. Church wrote this book. Yeah. So um, I thought. So it's Marxism, is it? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so he grew up in uh, like fascist Italy uh, as like a youngin. So he was fa- fairly familiar with like fascism and that. This from is from a very early age. Right. For a record, Mussolini was the Italian fascist dictator coming to power in 1921. Hitler sought a lot name? of Sorry, I that. Benito Mussolini. Is it Mussolini? Mussolini, possibly, but he was one of Hitler's greatest inspirations and uh, in how he took the government, overthrew them, walked in violently, and created a state where there was one head, there was one party. Is it one party? Just one head. No, I think one party. One party, and yeah, killed a Great. bunch of Jews. No, I don't think that's entirely accurate. Yeah, yeah, Italy. There was, a Jew- there was a Jewish Holocaust there. There was a massive one in France that's never talked about. Oh, really? Yeah, Sarah's Key. Actually, at um, Charles de Gaulle Station, which is one of the big stations near the Arc de Triomphe in Paris. No, there's after a de Gaulle, the president. Correcto. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, there's a big kind of monument to it there and how like uh, tens of thousands of Jews were rounded up at this station and sent off to the death camps and that. Oh, yeah. That's interesting that we don't talk about that so much. Well, as we know, history is written by the victors. Yeah, yeah. Not that France has won anything. Yeah, like the like the government was pretty complicit, like the French government. Well, they they did surrender to be fair, and they were like put in uh, like this. So my cousins live in France and south of France, mm. and uh, there's a lady who who helped the Nazis back then or worked with them, and she still like keeps to her house, only goes to the shops doesn't talk to anyone like she's still considered an outcast and like hated by by the people still even like generations later yeah fucking so she should be but like i mean like if you were overtaken like, by a fucking place and all you want to do is make it peaceful for everyone and work with them like i've seen you ever seen you've seen band of brothers haven't you yeah, i think yeah. we've talked about this before how like women who would sleep with the soldiers or help the soldiers yeah, had their yeah. heads shaved and were publicly shamed in front of their whole village once they yeah, were liberated like that is, that's pretty fucked but uh, to just like ostracize them i think that's fine well no no that they used they did that to a few like so say especially in french regions they'd appoint french leaders there under their fascist rule but yeah. they were like you know the yeah, representative puppets. They, some of them were executed by the people, mm. but like this shit isn't talked about as much because, you know, you can, there's a, there's a good 
uh, quote I read today. This is the last thing I'll say. Then you do your bit. <laughs> um, <laughs> and it was an interpretation is interpreted the way it is at the time, which is not a reflection of the intelligence, well, but a go reflection. Start, sorry, go again. What it was fuck? like an interpretation of something. What the interpretation is is not a reflection of the value or intelligence. It's a reflection of the power or who's in power. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, something like that. That was interesting. Anyway, sorry, do your bit. Yeah, so he talks about there's like, obviously fascism is like an incredibly broad term, like to this day, like. Does it incorporate Marxism? <laughs> no, not. That's th- weird because I see a lot of posts about that. Yeah, me, that's, that is odd actually. Everything is somewhat Marxist. Well, anything that's anti-religious or. <gasps> So we are we Marxists then on this logic? I think so. Because I, we're I anti-religious. We're, yeah, I think we're diehard Marxists. All right. Yeah. No. Uh, no. Fuck with that. I'll are fuck we, with are that. we part of the Antifa organization? That. Mate, I'd say so. I, I bet you're going to come out with some bullshit and say, I don't know, racism exists. <laughs> <laughs> come on, mate. Get out. Fuck off. All right. So th- <laughs> so he um this Umberto guy he uh developed like fourteen. I think it's 14, uh, things that he, like, characteristics of what he described as your fascism or eternal fascism. So if something has these 14 things, then it can be identified as being a fascist. Like oh, right. So it's like a checklist. Yeah, essentially. So. Okay. So uh, it's so like symptoms for a disease, we'll say. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah I'm down with that. So symptom number one <laughs> <laughs> is uh, uh, a cult of tradition. So appealing back to older values you know we've we've gone somewhat astray in this modern day so so you're saying that if they do appeal to a cultural tradition tradition they're a fascist no if if there's a cult of tradition so like you're revering putting like the old ways up on a pedestal okay right conservative in nature then yeah 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 yeah, okay um so like uh Mussolini signed like deals with the church and things like that right and so a, like an appeal back to those days right right um so symptom number two is um why do conservative people hate new people so much or new shit that's what it yeah, is really like, it's always like we want to live in the old day yet conservatism has existed for hundreds of years want to be like to what it was to what it is what the old days were yet People were still fucking underage in the 60s. And yeah, exactly. People like were fucking underage in the, in the, you know, the, the glorying 20s of the 1900s. The what? The roaring, is it roaring. the roaring 20s? Did the swinging say, 20s. Did you just say the glorying 20s? The glory hole 20s. <laughs> no, no. Uh, so <laughs> the glory hole under 20s as you, oh, that's fucked. Oh, <laughs> so, symptom number two is uh, that the traditionalism implies a rejection of modernity. So, <laughs> yeah, uh, like... Even though, like, the Nazis, like, did have a strong fascination with technology and things like that, it was still kind of, like, that's because we are, like, uh, an older, superior race. Like, that idea of... uh, Oh, your genes are better. The white supremacy thing. Um, You know, as just one side note, Trump did say at his rally last week that the crowd had good genes. Yeah. I didn't see uh, anyone of colour in there. Yeah, it's fucking... Like, it's the dog whistling thing. I don't know. I see... I can see how he would 
be saying that because... Oh, I'll interpret it. You follow me? You guys got good genes. No, like. I thought it was more like, oh, because you're coming out like you don't... You're not scared of COVID and shit like that. Oh, well, if anything, sure as we know, have, Trump's working in our favor there. Fucking interpretations. I'm yeah, sure. but I'm sh- to yeah. say that to an all-white crowd is it doesn't really go well in 2020. Would you agree, Johnny? I don't see anything wrong with it. <laughs> okay, hey, just saying. Uh, no, you're right. I did see the Obama video. Yes, we can backwards. What is it? Thank you, Satan. There you go. There you go. Checkmate, atheist. Yeah. So it's uh, a very much uh, like an irrational kind of like reason, like the Enlightenment. And the age of reason were like the beginning of the end. Kind of like Mein Kampf. Like how it's talking about the, what do you mean? Like the beginning? The beginning of the end. Like that's when society started to decline. Like French Revolution. Like oh, when right. When people started using like reason. And over, thinking for themselves. Uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. that's, that's a good point. Because, yeah, before that, our life expectancy was like fucking 28 years old. Yeah, exactly. I'm, in a, I'm in a group called Medieval Jullity, similar to a group that a few of us were in called The Internet, but we pretend it's 1453. Oh, yeah, I've seen that one. Oh, yeah. Well, I put it in my first post in this group. There's a lot of interesting articles and shit about like castle forts and like society at the time, which like a nerd like me fucking laps that yeah, up, just exactly. popping up on my feed. I got a post, 25 likes as of so far, put it up an hour ago. Hi, my name's Murray. I'm from the county of Denver, and I'm the oldest man in my village at 27 years old. Nice to meet you all. And then all these people started abusing me in, like, Elizabethan English. It's fucking some horrible people on the internet. I, I, I want to think it's banter, but some are pretty fucking hurtful. Yeah, what were they saying? Someone's like, oh, dear witch, you're ugly. Seen your picture on the lounge. Cause I'm, and I'm on a lounge in my profile picture, <laughs> so it wasn't like they were referencing a painting. No, they're fucking going to town. Yeah, I think so. It's like that Yeah, the Boys group. I once commented, like, I was like 18, drunk on the way home, and, like, they said, stop angry reacting our posts, and I commented, like, stop putting up shit posts then, and I was like, 30 seconds after they posted it, and then they replied to my comment, they're like, stop looking like a fuckwit. And at the time, my nan was in my profile picture, and everyone (laughs) just started telling me to go fuck my nan. (laughs) Fuck, that's gold. Um, so, yeah, there's also the idea of uh, action for action's sake. Action for action. Yeah, so, like, action is the most important thing. It's <laughs> actually doing. So, you shouldn't really be thinking out what you're doing as long as you're doing something. So, that kind of blends into, like, making culture and, uni- like, you always hear in fascist societies, like, a distrust of intellectuals, bloody eggheads. Oh, academia is Oh, that's... I wonder how we got to, like, uh, um, over a million deaths now with COVID. Like. Yeah, or l- the universities are a den of communists, like, shit like that. Oh, I mean, now it's going a bit... The universities now, like... Uh, like not, uh, not like the... Like, there's, like, a left uprising in, like, the youth, but to say that, like, academia is actually full of communists is pretty fucking... Yeah, that's pretty fucking retarded. But, uh... Yeah, like, there's fucking, like, Jordan... Peterson still fucking teaches and shit like that. I know that's not in Australia, but... Chaos! <laughs> Chaos! <laughs> Clean your room! Clean your room! Ah, <laughs> 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 uh, um, Yeah, so critical spirit as well. That's number four. Like, cr- dissenting on that. Like, shouldn't... That's That move is part of, like, the cultural thing. Like, suspect of culture. Don't think about shit. Don't be critical of the government. Just accept it. That's the opposite of... Oh, yeah, go on. This is like the all of this just 
by not even thinking about just definition is is wrong. It just means unintelligent. Yeah. Don't question anything. Well, that, yeah, except that's the what point. people tell you that aren't experts. Like that. This just sounds like the US at the moment. Mm. So or number <laughs> five is uh, that dissent is more o- over a sign of diversity. So the the stronger. Uh, it's kind of similar with like a communist society, like the idea that we're stronger together. Like if we all agree and we're all on the same page, that's what needs to be done. Yeah. So cr- if there is dissent, like even a little bit, you want to crush that straight away, getting rid of that because that's showing like a break in the unity. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so crush the resistance basically. Yeah, exactly. Okay. But so that's where you get kind of like your race divisions and things like that is so, okay, we can bind everyone by, oh, we're all white, so let's... Well, l- let's find a little enemy to pick on, the fall guy. Yeah, and exactly. Yeah, Whether right. it be Mexicans crossing the border or yeah, yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah. Um, now, now it's funny because like in America, it's gone from like, you know, it's the immigrants. That's what Trump was pushing. The make America great again, blah, blah, blah. But now it's like... Anyone on the leftist, anyone who questions it's, me, is, it's is the domestic bad guy. terrorism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Up. Isn't that fucking terrifying? Yeah, it's like, like a civil war, like a legi- the moment, verbally. Like modeling, like I can't remember. There's some American think tank that used to do modeling in the 80s, and it's like, oh, what is going to be the biggest threat to future countries? And they were like, oh, yeah, like civil unrest is like the major downfall of a country. Yeah, in yeah. The modern day. Yeah. And they did recent projections, and they're like, from what's happening in America, they're heading towards Yeah, war. yeah. Actually, fuck. I got a good rant. This is a throwback to a few episodes ago. Yeah. So I was having a little COVID discussion with a girl I know, and she's she's quite smart, but mm. she's coming like, the, the thing we're disagreeing on is the numbers. Now, she asked me, where do I get my numbers from? To which I replied, literally fucking everywhere. New York Times, World Health Organization, New South Wales Health, Victoria Health. Literally everywhere. Now, obviously, there's been some fabrication of numbers for private health organizations to get a grant, blah, blah, blah. But for public health, there is no fucking benefit because it's government funded. Now, whilst there has been fabrications of numbers in these areas, there's also many deaths that aren't reported on. Yeah, because someone hasn't got tested. Yeah, someone like like Pat Cook was in Mexico and like up until about three months ago, it was like 1100 US dollars to get a test. That's US dollars and oh you're in Mexico. God. Now, now it's a bit more accessible, but either way, they had like something ridiculous, like 150,000. Can you imagine having to pay for your fucking test? Yeah, I know, eh? They oh. had like 150,000 more people than normal die between like fucking January and March alone. So, whilst there are a few fabricated numbers here and there, there are a fuck ton more numbers that haven't been reported. Now, if we're arguing about the numbers, there's nowhere really the argument can go because we're not really going to meet in the middle. But I feel like I can win because I can argue about what a virus literally is rather than, mate, it's just a flu. Like, tell me what a flu is. And then, oh, okay, you don't know anything. Yeah. But she goes, no, and she's telling me about this, this guy he's talking about. And she went, no, there's this doctor, really well-known doctor on TV, and he's come out. You know, and he's talking about all this, and he's really on the same page that Melbourne's a dictatorship. What they're doing down there is terrible. They're fear mongering, blah blah blah. I'm like, who's this doctor? And she went, no, he's really one on blah blah blah. And she couldn't remember his name. Pulled up the video. Now, I didn't know Alan Jones had a doctorate in anything, <laughs> apart from, as my granddad said, a doctorate in bullshit. 
Good yeah. one. So, <laughs> anyway, as you know, we did an episode on that Sky News host, the ex-2GB presenter, the fucking idiot. Oh, what's this relevant to? Go on with <laughs> How <would> you. Thank <laughs> you. Uh, so, uh, to those with no social identity, uh, fascism says that the, the only privilege is being born in the same country. <laughs> so, when you can't integrate people <coughs> like... Uh, Oh, we're actually a bit like the poor. We're all American. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, you might not have money, but at least you're American. Yeah, yeah. Or whatever country would potentially be fascist. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Let's say Belarus at this time. You seen the stuff in Belarus? No. For the like, seventh week in a row of protests, because that that guy. Oh, actually, pretty much yeah, what so Trump's he shut done. down the internet. And I heard yeah, about that. more protests, more arrests. He basically did what, tr- like, Trump's claiming he's going to do. I suppose he's. He lost the election, but he rigged it and said he won it, so he stayed in power. And But, like, when Corona hit, he's like, ha, Corona's bullshit, and was playing, like, fucking ice hockey with crowds of thousands oh, and shit. Like, fuck yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, number eight is the disciples must feel humiliated by their enemies' vaunted wealth and power. So, like... Uh, for Nazi Germany, it, w- it's, it was always, like, the Jews... Are controlling everything in the background. Oh like yeah, yeah. They have the means it. and the wealth to just yeah, fucking yeah. shit on us at any time. Yeah, that's why yeah. we we've, we've got to fucking get to them. Yeah, uh, the radical left. That's it. Yeah, those fucking postmodern Marxists. Fuck them, fuck them all. Uh, so number nine is there's no struggle for life, but rather a life for struggle. So pacifism is therefore collusion with the enemy. So if you s- uh, against going to war or like civil liberties being maintained, you're you're in a, you're part of the enemy. You're part of the problem. Yeah, right. So that's that's <coughs> where you're getting with like the l- anyone on the left is seeing the radical left. Yeah, as yeah. radical and Joe Biden is an Antifa. Yeah, terrorist leader. Shit like that. Yeah, right, right. Huge. Uh, number ten is elitism. Like you, Nazi Germany. They're propped up their friends a hell of a lot like there was very much a thriving upper upper class yeah and, and would you call that an oligarchy yeah yeah oligarchy yeah. very much so yeah um basically the elites run the show if you're rich there's a massive wealth inequality i mean to be fair hitler did get a lot of nut like germany out of debt and increase the standard of living for so many German people. So it's understandable why the German people are like, this guy's fucking mad. He's made my life ten times better. Yeah, exactly. But um But yeah, there's also like with the party membership and stuff as well. It's like, oh yeah, you're part of the you're part of the club. You're you're in the inner circle. Like and that's how they get like teachers and people who oh, like, yeah, yeah. aren't fucking like reaping the from a young age, like no. the Hitler youth. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Um Number 11 is from this point of view, everyone is trained to become a hero. So there's very much like a hero mythology yeah. that kind of goes around. Yeah. You know, like um, 1984 by George Orwell actually got the idea from Nazi Germany where they would literally make up people post like that they died at war heroically, mm. make up like a fake biography about them and put it in. Or they just fabricate real soldiers who died as in the most heroic way and... Obviously, young men would grow up dreaming of being that. Yeah, exactly. And, and it makes sense. Like, it's any kind of propaganda, really. Yeah, I mean, like you see a lot with, like, 
war poets for the English and stuff like that, like really romanticizing. Yeah, like yeah, and like and U.S. movies to an extent, like oh yeah, well, fighting yeah, for that flag, uh, yeah, Black Hawk Down, shit <coughs> like that. Like that's exactly what that stuff is. Yeah, yeah. Um. So yeah, so number twelve is uh, permanent war. So you're no matter what, we're in a constant state of conflict. Someone oh. there's an outside oppressor, like. Well, that's 1984 in a nutshell. Yeah, exactly. So that's the idea that, yeah, there's a constant oppressor. In 1984, the world split up into three states, Eurasia, East Asia, and Oceania. And at all times, they're at war with each other. Sometimes there's an alliance with one, but against the common enemy of the other one. Yeah. And every now and then, there's a, a threat when there seems to be a public demise in morale, and there'll be a, a, a little threat like... They're at the borders. We might be getting them, and yeah. it's all bullshit. Or and like then, a fake terrorist attack. Yeah, a fake terrorist like attack to increase hate for the enemy and love for the country. Or the yeah, like the Reichstag fire for Nazi Yeah, Germany. yeah. So the Reichstag fire, basically, the Reichstag, the parliamentary building, was burnt down in about 1933. Hitler blamed it on the communists, even though he organized to set the fire, got the emergency powers, which is how he gained full power. Similarly to how Trump's been trying to abuse the emergency powers in America. Oh, yeah, like the Department of Justice kidnapping people off the street in, like, unmarked cars. Yeah, yeah. No uniforms. Like it's it's interesting. Actually, someone said to me last night, the whole fake news and Trump thing, someone's like, he goes, it's genius because now anything that's against Trump, he will call it fake news, and it's like a saying, and all of his followers will call it fake news. Yeah. He said, did people mistake that Trump's a genius? No. He started this as an emotionally unstable fucking dweeb. It's yeah. like, no, don't believe it. It's fake news. That's a lie. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that. that see, that makes me worried because, like, I, I, he's definitely not controlling the strings as much as we would probably assume. Like, do you reckon that was his idea to send him fucking, like, unmarked vans and stuff? To into, where? Into, like, Portland, Oregon. And I think they're doing it, oh, where was that other... What, well, full of soldiers and stuff? Yeah, so they so they're like they're federal troops. So it's Department of Homeland Security or something like that. So it's an ex-Bush task force that yeah, was yeah. for uh, to combat terrorism after nine eleven, and they were just there was no fucking terrorism to be combated. So they just became this fucking little yeah like shadow force. Yeah, it's fucking it's fucking terrible. Like we've not uh, not seen anything like that in fucking America. Yeah, it's legit like ages. the Gestapo, but with fucking yeah, machine guns p- pulling people off the street. That's uh, and people are okay with this. Well, I know the radical left will oppose it. Well, that's uh, that's it. Well, I that's mean, just fake. They're news. only kidnapping communists. So did, did you have <laughs> a point against Trump? No. Well, that's all oh, good because no. it would have been no. fake news yeah, anyway. Exactly. There is no points against Trump. What do you That's mean? That's a good point. <laughs> Speaking of points, you ever seen like a Star Wars like trailer for a new Star Wars movie come out? Not since the last Star Wars movie came oh, out. Oh, well, every yeah. time it comes out, I'm sure... Johnny, you're a fan of Star Wars, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. I'm every time there's a new movie, you see someone do like a fucking 10,000 word essay trying to predict the whole movie based off like a two minute trailer. And then you always see like, if you look at the trailer later on after the movie's come out, someone's just gone a week later and just gone, ha. You were wrong. I <laughs> don't <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, know. Yeah, yeah, great. great oh, yeah. And then the last final point is that uh, your fascism or eternal fascism is based on a qualitative populism. <coughs> so, 
you know, it's a democracy where the citizens can, like, enjoy their personal freedoms, but at the same time, there's, like, a facade. There is no personal freedom. Like, you're part of the party, you vote with the party, and your personal liberties and rights are respected as long as you're not doing anything that is against your personal liberties and rights, i.e. being gay or reading a bad book. <laughs> yeah. Fuck. So, do you... Agree with fascism? Yeah, 100%. Well, well like, I mean, like, more so, would you be happy to submit your rights in terms of, like, uh, literature and art because these are dangerous ideas to, to the... You know, would you would you be okay to submit like your intelligence and art uh, and access to information to live in a like a fascist it society? Because communism does that too. They do restrict information. Well, I and think burn a, 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 books. a better way of thra- phrasing that dilemma would be: would you would you give up your like freedoms, like your art and your literature, for like a utopian society? Yeah, but yeah. then I, g- I guess inherently it's not utopian if you can't have the things you want. But in a sense, like you would I live mean, yeah. a great. If would you do it if you knew everyone would benefit from it? Well, like just that's still a big risk because it, uh, after a bit of time, you're not. Are you one of the powerful elites in this scenario? No, no. I'm saying you're just an everyday person. Okay, eventually you're going to see shit you don't like, and you're going to be killed because you're smart enough to speak out and think about it and question it. Uh, yeah. So are you pro-communist after this? No, I I don't know. I I don't know if I would give up. I I like art and stuff too much. Yeah. And literature. Yeah, same here. It's tough, but even even if it was a purely beneficial society, you just had to toss away art and literature. Would it be worth it? I don't know. If you could end homelessness and poverty and all that, but you had to get rid of like ideas and free thinking. Well, after a many years, like it, it wouldn't last because we need new information. We need new ideas. We need to develop and progress as yeah, a society. Yeah, in nowadays. <coughs> but let's say in that scenario, it would be utopian, minus the culture. Well, look how backwards the world went when uh the Catholic Church took over in about 450 AD from Rome. Look how look how like peasant like and how primitive we became as a human race like yeah when like the restriction of ideas and brainwashing would you say it's fascism what was medieval like indulgences nah. and that you know about I'm indulgences yeah so. yeah i know about indulgence. i don't know if i'd call it fascist not fascist but so much was restricted in the world it's like yeah like the spanish inquisition and shit like that like yeah not not even now i'm talking more like and stuff just for like even even you look at Egypt, it was still quite a progressive, like, or well, economically as at least, in ter- in the, you know, the modern world. But then about tenth century, that's when Islam kind of took over and ran the place. Um, it set back economically, and they call it like the India of the Middle East. It's it's a shithole. Mm. I don't know what what that F- point was in that. I'm just slamming all religions. Hey, today. God forbid, our poor Indian listeners and Egyptian listeners, you've just dunked on them. Oh no, I mean, I mean, economically, it's it's called that by like economists. Like it's it's so. India's a powerhouse, but India, yeah, it is. But look powerhouse. at the, you could say the same about the US. They have a massive GDP, yet billionaires are getting richer. Yeah, no, I don't weight. think you could, but because like the US still has like trillion dollars of debt. Yeah, like, okay, but 
people still live in slums in India and eat like India. Yeah. Like millions of yeah, people. Yeah, but fucking millions of people are homeless in America. It's the same thing. Yeah, but nowhere near as much as India. I mean, India has like yeah, what, but population. Four times the population. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I mean, like they're dealing with also like the aftermath of colonialism. America didn't have that fucking India raping them of resources for. Yeah, too long. yeah, that's fair. Okay, interesting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, speaking of fascism, uh, the opposite. Can we just can we just can you just define communism for me or Marxism, like just in terms of the political spectrum for our listeners? Because there's been a constant thing I keep seeing on Facebook <laughs> of people they're calling the radical left, the radical left, the radical left. Anyone who opposes Trump, blah blah blah, and it's dividing society, but. Seeing everything that does contradict Trump is called Marxist or communist, and like, I mean, that, that's literally it's it's a fucking fascist tactic. It, it is, it is, but also, like, can we just for the like people who don't get these terms, like we've okay. we've looked into and nerded out over, literally made a podcast and talked about like ninety percent about it. Can we just get a quick definition rundown? Because I'm I'm fucking over hearing like. Yeah, nah, all those communists over in Nazi Germany, right? They did, and it's just so wrong in it. It's yeah, like I how mean, people question. I'm the, I'm like, gonna try and define communist, and then, but I'm gonna then have a bunch of communists after me saying that's not real communism and shit like that. But so essentially, it's you know off the Marxist thought that society has always been in like a constant class struggle between the upper classes, the ones that own the means of production. And the lower classes, those who have to work for the means of production. Yeah. So, like, the example of a factory owner would reap hundreds of profit and only pay, like, his workers minimum wage. Yeah. So, it's the idea that collectively the workers should own the means of production because they're the ones that are putting their labor forward. Yeah. Okay. So, it's the equality in classes is the theory. Yeah. The equality of all. So... That means equal wealth, doesn't it? Yeah, so it's a distribution of wealth between a single proletariat. And everyone is working for the betterment of society. So if you're a doctor and your mate's a cleaner, you're getting paid the same, is that right? No, not necessarily. Like, that's like a very straw man, like, of communism. Like, oh, the doctors are paid the same as clean. Everyone's paid the same. Yeah. It's not necessarily true. Like, you still have a varying degree of wages because, yeah, sure, it's fucking hard to become a doctor over being a janitor. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, if you have no janitors running hospitals, you know, or not running hospitals, cleaning hospitals, rates of infection go up. Yeah, like every yeah, fucking yeah. Every fucking part of society is needed. There. Yeah, yeah, okay. It's the idea that... Everyone's like, an essential worker. Yeah, exactly. But you do, like, arts and that don't really thrive in these times, do they? Well, I don't think that's not necessarily true. I, like, Soviet Russia had, like, a big hard-on for, like, Dancing art. and ballet, ballet and yeah. art, yeah, yeah. Like classical music thrived in communist Russia. Like there was major symphonies and shit like that, and ballet too. Like they were still very like culturally Russian. Like they yeah. kept what they liked. Okay, going. okay. Um, all right, because I like I just hate like see a lot of comments and stuff. Um, and they're saying how like you know, the dictator and like, oh, the radical left want to take away your rights and freedoms when 
they're not communists. They're just anti-Trump, who is a f- well, well, is a fucking dictator himself. The idea of like a radical left, uh, as I say, it's like a fascist technique. That's not. Yeah, like, there's no group called the radical fucking left. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, no, it is. Yeah, you're right. They're just calling anyone who opposes them the radical left. Yeah, like. and it's it's purely to just paint an enemy, like it's. That's where it's, it's like an us versus them scenario. Yeah. If you're yeah. not with us, you're against us. Yeah, yeah. Like of course, you of can't have any nuance in this society. Yeah. All right. We'll go have a cover up. Listen, we're at 51 minutes. I got a good pace. I'll do that. Oh yeah, we didn't didn't get onto any of your paces. Hang on, I'll press pause, and we're back. Where <laughs> where do you think you're going? Um, I was just gonna say, Maka, do you reckon you could say the same thing? With the alt right, like as in, like they, it's like the same thing but reversed. Like, I well, yeah. So there's obviously you do get that. Like, um, people called Jordan Peterson a Nazi. Obviously, don't yeah. think that he's a Nazi, but he aligns himself with people who share like the, a similar ideology. Well, think about this: the Nazis were very big on uniform and cleanliness, and he does say repeatedly, "Clean your room." Clean your room. Do you? Clean your room. Do you, do you have anything for that? Yeah, actually, do you know what? I've changed my tack. He's a Nazi. <laughs> yeah, no, you're not wrong. But I feel like uh, there is a big difference because I, the right is a little more organized than the left at the moment. I feel like the left have gotten a bit lazy in terms of, like, actually... Well, hang on. That, that could be a reflection of the power that's being held right now. Um, I, I think it's a symptom of that. Yeah, definitely. I th- I feel like well what, like left wing communism was big. In, oh sorry, left wing communism, left wing terrorism uh, was like big in the eighties and nineties, and then yeah, like after the Clinton years, it kind of died out, and like right wing terrorism has been like further and further on the rise, especially within like America, particularly. When you say right wing terrorism, you mean anyone that's against the right wing? No, 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 as in like right-wing actors performing terrorism. Like, the guy who drove into... Oh, drove yeah, his car yeah, through right. that fucking... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crowd that, of protesters. Yeah, like you said, a symptom of the, the power that's being yeah, held. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, because they see that and they, they get emboldened by it. It's like, oh, our man's now in the White House. This is, like, time for us to go. Yeah, yeah. Okay. All right. Well, that was a good discussion. Um, the fascism and that. Do you want me to do my bit on Rasputin, or do you want to keep talking about that? Uh, no, I'm good. Okay. You could do All your right. Rasputin bit. Here's a piece. So, Rasputin was a bloke born in January 21st, 1869, to a peasant family in a tiny Siberian village. There were about seven kids in his Sounds family. Sounds like your upbringing, him. mate. <laughs> the radical left continued to take digs. <laughs> So much for the tolerant left. Yeah, so much for the nice. No, I don't know. So, this bloke Rasputin, he had seven kids before him, and he had he was uh, about four of them survived because you know it's so Eastern Europe and that. I don't know infections. Everyone died back in those days. There's the <laughs> point. <laughs> anyway, a I good quote from an historian is that they called Rasputin the piercing stare of a viper. A sexual deviant. Some called him the devil or the antichrist. So who was Grigory Novich? Well. Do you want to just call him Rasputin? Yeah, I'll click on Rasputin. His dad was a diplomatic courier. 
Which was a fancy word for like a kind of horse and carriage taxi driver for people a going messenger. through the villages. No, literally oh. transporting people. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, people in his village thought that Rasputin had healing powers. A group of people came to Rasputin once while he was sick in bed and asked him who'd stolen a horse. He pointed, like sat up in his bed, pointed at one of them. Turns out after he pointed at this guy, a witness actually saw him steal the horse. So Rasputin was fucking right. People believed him to may have been possessed and saying he had the power to calm like wild animals that would go on skits. But he was well known for causing trouble, fist fights, drinking and sexually assaulting several women in his own village. He ended up uh, getting involved with this monastery when he was about 23, trained to be a monk, but failed to become one. But while he was there, he taught himself to read and write. He wandered around to holy cities like Greece and Israel asking for donations and preaching. Is that true? That's a fucking long way for him to go. Uh, Greece and like, Israel? Maybe get like a... Yeah, that is a bit far, but he ended up in Russia. That's pretty far away That's too. where he lived, isn't it? Siberia's not that far from Greece, but Israel, it's quite far. Siberia is incredibly far from Greece, isn't it? No, not really. The Mediterranean's right next to Eastern Europe. Let me let me get a map up. Isn't I thought Siberia Look at the was radical left trying to bring more fake news to the table. What was that, Johnny? Typical. Oh. Yeah. Let's see maps. Rome to Rio. That um, would be a big walk. All right, radical left. Oh fuck! Why isn't it popping up? Siberia. Let's just go to Siberia, and I'm sure we'll find Greece on the map. Yeah, that's a fucking trek, my man. Wait, brother. What do you mean it's a trek? Oh, that's Siberia to Greece. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Fuck, <laughs> he's from Serbia. Oh. Uh, <laughs> my bad. Yeah, I don't know. Greece is like next door. And Israel. He's a bit down from Greece. Okay, that's doable. Oh, it's doable, yeah. Wait, where's... I'm going like, Siberia. I'm like... No, 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 no not <laughs> Siberia. That would make sense. Okay, so he's from Serbia. <laughs> so, Rasputin... Um, yeah, he caused a bit of trouble. Taught himself to read and write. When he was wandering to the Holy Cities like Greece, he was preaching and asking for donations. This nomadic lifestyle got him the nickname Stranic, which means wanderer. He That's a spooky nickname. It is, eh? The wanderer. I think it also means like a pilgrim of some sort. Um, well, he found this breakaway sect of a Russian Orthodox church, and this church believed in physically exhausting themselves, such as through dancing, manual labor, spinning, and sex. They had regu- <laughs> regular orgies. That church? Yeah, yeah. Regular yeah. orgies. Um, Rasputin called this practice driving out sin. <laughs> so Rasputin started to get the attention from the Russian Orthodox clergy higher up. that, um, And they introduced him to the Tsar Nicholas II. Now at the time, Russia, this is in about 1905, Russia was in a, a monarchist kind of, what would you call it? An oligarchy too? Um, no, uh, uh, monarchy. <coughs> uh, yeah, but no, oh, whatever. Yeah, it was it was a monarchy, and the royal family, Tsar Nicholas, who's basically the king, and he met him, and he, he they had a son, Alexei. So Tsar Nicholas and his wife Alexandria, son Alexei had hemophilia. Now this does tie in because one of the children of this family was Anastasia, which is popularly depicted in the Disney movie Anastasia. I've seen it. You've never seen it? No. You that's seem quite g- surprised. That's a great movie. What's one of the songs? You've seen Anastasia, Johnny? Uh, yeah, a long time ago. I don't really remember what happens in it. 
Have you heard there's a rumor in St. Petersburg? Have you heard? Sing along if you're at home. The eight, if you <laughs> subscribe to our Patreon, we'll have a karaoke, karaoke session on Zoom. Um, fuck off. So, uh, yeah, basically their son Alexi. Now Anastasia, as I said, was one of their children. Ended up, they never found her body after the Romanovs. I thought that was bullshit. Were. I thought they they disproved all that. Anastasia oh, they stuff. didn't disprove it. They did find bones of a young girl. It could have been the sister, but it didn't. The femur didn't match like the fucking ankle bone or something. So it's like, oh, it's another body of a girl. So it's mostly whatever but i was going to do an episode of anastasia but thanks to the radical left and their skepticism we can't fucking do that so damn the age of reason <laughs> yeah so the son alexi had hemophilia which is commonly confused with necrophilia i don't think it is that no it's not here. hemophilia is a hereditary well, the condition brits have it uh, the brits the royal family aren't they necrophiliacs uh, hemophilia oh fil- well what ones I don't know. I thought that was a big thing that they were all hemophilic. Oh, in Russia? No. Well, that's part of it because they're all related. But oh, but what the royal family like? The Queen Elizabeth, Lizzie, yeah. and the Lizzie and the boys. Yeah. No, not that I knew of. I think they would have fucking well, died by that's now. Th- that's the forever. same fucking family. What? Yeah. Oh, they're related somehow. Son Nicholas, his cousin was the King of England. Oh, like what King George? King Ed? King Edward back. Then. Yeah, I think it was Ed. Yeah, Ed, and yeah. the Kaiser of Germany also relates to them. Oh, yeah. No, no, you are right. Yeah, they're all fucking incestuous. Oh, I don't know about them having haemophilia. Uh, but uh, it's basically a hereditary condition that causes the blood not to clot. Um, if, you, if you get a cut, it can lead to excessive bleeding. If it happens in no the brain... No haemoglobin, right? Very good. <laughs> should have been a paramedic. <laughs> good at this stuff. Uh, so you can have excessive bleeding. If you get a... Uh, like a bleed in the brain, you're pretty much fucked. So Nicholas was pretty worried that his son would die before taking the throne. Uh, he was quite sick at one point, and they asked Rasputin, hearing of his healing powers, to come. Rasputin reportedly went to his bedside when he was sick, after doctors saying he would die. Rasputin healed him, now that's inverted commas for the record, by praying to God next to him, and Alexei spontaneously recovered. Some say that he hypnotized the young boys. Some say dark magic. Now, Rasputin uh, not only became like the healing and holy man to uh, the, the Romanovs, he became like their almost advisor. Alexandria, particularly, the wife of Nicholas, said that God spoke to her through Rasputin. Alexandria trusts him a lot. Some called Rasputin a witch doctor who had poisoned her mind. Trusted a lot. Oh, oh we'll get into that. <laughs> no, no, no. Don't worry. We're doing a gossip piece on this too. Uh, that, you fucking Romanov bitch. <laughs> going to sue us. So a fair rumours. Well, many wanted Rasputin gone, but Alexandra was, was stout, like staunch on she, he's fucking staying. And Nicholas trusted I think him a it lot caused too. A, a, no, I think it caused a bit of tension between them. Uh, like I'm not Ni- sure about Nicholas between them, but Alexandria. I know within the Empire there were many rumours that started spreading which may have been done by, as we know, the radical left, to discredit the royal family or that the royal family were being corrupted by this enemy, Rasputin. Mm. Uh, So the affair rumours seem to go on. A lot of sources do say it's bullshit because Alexandria's personality was a very Victorian kind of, like, personality, very uh, non-sexual cover-up, you know, the huge. Royal. like Royal, uh, conservative, I don't know. Um, so other, uh, yeah, so with regards to saving Alexei and Alexei recovering, 
Other historians say that Rasputin may have calmed Alexandria, which in a result calmed Alexei. Now, when you're sick and, say, you're septic and you start stressing, that's going to cause your um, blood pressure to increase, so you'll become hypertensive. Your heart rate's going to increase. Send that dirty bite all through your body, right? No, not so much send the bug through the body, but you're already battling an infection and your heart and blood is all working overtime. Right. So having uh, like a, a mental effect on that can also cause an increase, like when you're nervous, you sweat, you shake. Um, now, there's reports, like a, like historians say, that Rasputin may have calmed Alexandria, which calmed her son Alexei, which w- may have had an, a legitimate physiological effect on young Alexei. Anyways. Interesting. Now let's was hear the fucking gossip. No, no, there's another bit uh, on Rasputin helped Alexei he, another time. He got a blood clot in the leg from a carriage crash, which they thought he died from, but he was healed again by Rasputin. Uh, but at this time, Rasputin got a telegram from Alexandria while he was in Serbia, not Siberia. And Rasputin replied with, God has seen your tears and heard your prayers. Do not worry. And Alexei was, was good again. There you go. So here's why Rasputin's famous. This is where it gets interesting. He was called the Mad Monk, but he's also called the Unkillable Man. The first assassination attempt on Rasputin was from a Russian woman who read about him in the papers, believed him to be the Antichrist and a false prophet, decided to take action, stabbed him in the stomach, creating a 14-inch incision. A local doctor performed surgery on him and saved his life. That was the first assassination attempt. The second one was from... Yeah, but that's not much of him. Like, the the other ones... Oh, no, no, we'll get to the good ones, but, but it's, it's just not a good doctor. Yeah, yeah, a good doctor. Maybe the stab wound wasn't that bad, and he's a bit of a drama queen. But Felix Yusupov wanted Rasputin out of the pick for his own gain. Now, Rasputin's death would make Tsar Nicholas II's... Um, make him more powerful, and would also make Nicholas listen to the royal family more. Because at this point, World War One was happening, and the troops, uh, Rasputin convinced Nicholas to go to the front line because they needed a strong leader. Yeah, needed a strong leader. Needed someone out of the house. I, 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 think, I think I know where you're going with that. Because let's just say, with no Nick around, oh, he's Alexandria choked, has, choked. Uh, <laughs> has needs. I'm not saying anything. But I'm just saying. Woman's got needs. And Rasputin's the only other man about the house, if you get me. Now, we'll put up a photo of Rasputin uh, to to dick her. Oh, okay. No, sorry. She'll dick him. Yeah. Is that the nonsense way to say it? Yeah, I guess. Um, Oh, cool. Um, 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 We'll put up a photo of Rasputin. Yeah, he's dick. an ugly cunt. <laughs> he's like that. Who's that fucking senator we talked about a while ago? The one who was the Ashley Madison Tex. Oh fucking! Oh, I can't remember. Yeah, his name. so he was yeah, like a fat, like, like kind of had that pink puffer look, like emphysemic look, and overweight, and just looks like a loser. It's surprised that Rasputin pulled. Oh, he well, had. Well, a we don't know. No, he all. had a massive dick. Probably. No, it's in a jar. You can see it. Well, his dick? Yeah, that's why I said we'll put a photo of his dick up. Okay. We've got a lot of young listeners. We can't do that. Uh, it, d- it does not resemble a dick anymore. It's been in a jar for fucking 
almost 100 years. All right, Johnny, Johnny's gotten curious and he's searching that up. We're, we're going to pause the story because I've got to see this too. Rasputin penis. Yeah, they cut it off and put it in a jar. There you go. Oh, my God. Yeah. Bullshit, that's his dick. Oh, it's it's questions if it's his. All right, Rasputin had a big dick. It's someone's dick. There's someone important enough that they put it in a fucking jar <laughs> for 100 like a hundred plus years. shit, actually. It's very brown. Anyway, Rasputin had a big, long beard. He's like... That that <laughs> senator dude looks like a kind of overweight guy who kind of like Prince Andrew and just always sweats. But this guy is like a grubby, homeless-looking fucking monk. Anyway, so they wanted the Tsar to... Uh, Tsar was in, in the front lines... Uh, Alexandria was in charge of domestic affairs, and this Felix Yusupov guy who was involved somehow in politics wanted Rasputin out of the picture because he knew that Tsar would start listening to his own family and Russian diplomats, blah, 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 rather than this this fucking Mark. healer, the witch doctor. So he invites him over through Alexandria, befriends Alexandria, goes, come tell Rasputin to come over. He seems like a mad guy. Poisons him with potassium cyanide. This was on December 13th, 1916. The cyanide was supposedly enough to kill five men, but Rasputin seemed unaffected. They started beating Rasputin up and then shot him in the back, which caused him to fall to the floor. He was then shot another time in the back, one to the heart and one near the forehead. They then threw him in the river and tied him up because he was still fucking breathing. As a quote from a historian, the devil must have been raised from the dead. Now, it took three days... That's a quote from a historian? Yeah, it's pretty shit, actually. No. Anyway, so it took three days for the police to find the body as the as the river was frozen below sub-zero temperatures. The autopsy reports differ, but the position of the body cannot be like disputed. It shows that he tried to get out of the ropes. So he was shot several times. He was poisoned with cyanide enough to kill five men and was still not only Fighting. breathing alive, he was trying to get out of the fucking ropes in a freezing river. Now, the cause of death was either drowning or hypothermia. It's debated. Now, intriguingly, before Rasputin died, he did tell Tsar Nicholas, if I ain't killed by the common men, you and your children will will rule Russia for centuries to come. If I'm killed by one of your stock, you and your family will be killed by the Russian people. Now, regardless of your thoughts on his uh, alleged mysticism, his harsh words did come true less than two years later when the entire family was brought down to the basement and murdered, except for Anastasia because they made a movie about her and it's Disney. Now, his legacy was great. His decision, well, pushed to get <laughs> Nicholas... Great legacy. I mean, maybe a shit legacy. Well, he fucked up the Romanov and the, and the you know, Romanov dynasty, basically, because he yeah. sent Nick to the front line. And we know that with the 15 million men that went to war in World War One in Russia, decreased the workforce, which was a lot of farms, which decreased food for the citizens... There's already a lack of food, and then it's all going to the fucking soldiers, and the people die. Anyway, Bolsheviks take over two years later in 1917. Ah, kill the, the fucking Romanov. radical left. The radical left. Again. Oh, my God, they're right. They were onto something. Um, yeah, but uh, that, that's my part on Rasputin, the unkillable man. Ooh. Didn't they shoot his... Uh, isn't there more? Didn't they, like, burn his body and he sat up and shit? Nah, that, that part's bullshit. Are you not that's even going to talk about oh, it? Oh, apparently they burn his body and he sat up. Have you? Yep, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I listen to facts, oh. lefty. <laughs> oh, you're rubbish. No, fake Look news. Oh, Alternative facts. Yeah, right. What are you going to say next? Oh, Mars do. Don't condense fucking spit and other particles that can transmit viruses. You're full of it, man. You are full <laughs> of it. 
All right. We're going to wrap it up there. Thanks for listening. Get on our Patreon. Get on it. Uh, Patreon.com slash Abra. 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 Give us like $3. I don't know. How much do you pay? Have you even set it up yet? Um, yes, the link's in the yeah, bio. Yeah, the link's ready to go. <laughs> All Abra. set up. Abra. Bye. Bye. Say bye, Johnny.